This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, within that mega COVID relief bill the House passed on Friday are some provisions concerning federal employees. The Navy may be dealing with another COVID outbreak on one of its ships. And a major American airliner will have to pay for work it did or didn't do for the Postal Service. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The $1.9 trillion COVID relief package that cleared the House on Friday night includes a few key provisions for federal employees. One gives federal employees up to 15 weeks of paid leave to quarantine, recover from illness, and care for sick family members or children who are learning from home. Another automatically presumes frontline federal employees contracted COVID-19 at work. That means those employees will be eligible for certain workers' compensation benefits through the Labor Department. The provision does not cover any federal employee who has been teleworking. The Navy may be dealing with another shipboard COVID outbreak. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more on that. The latest focus is on two vessels deployed to the Middle East, the amphibious transport dock USS San Diego and the guided missile cruiser USS Philippine Sea. The Navy says about 12 sailors aboard the San Diego had tested positive for coronavirus as of Friday. That ship is in the middle of a port visit in Bahrain, and officials say it's since been placed in a protective bubble to contain the spread. The Philippine Sea is still underway in the region. Officials aren't disclosing its location, but say several sailors are suspected to have come in contact with the virus. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Top lawmakers overseeing military personnel say now may be the time to take sexual assault prosecutions out of the chain of command. Senate Armed Services Committee Chairman Jack Reed says he is seriously considering the change for the 2022 Defense Authorization Bill. House Armed Services Military Personnel Subcommittee Chairwoman Jackie Spear strongly supports moving prosecutorial jurisdiction. The Defense Department is currently undertaking a 90-day review of sexual assault. Women are paying a higher price for serving in the military. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains. A new government watchdog study finds that enlisted women are paying more out-of-pocket costs for uniforms than men are. That's because the military services only allow certain clothing items to be paid for under the annual allowance given to troops. For example, there are currently 15 items of clothing both men and women in the Army must pay to replace. However, the cost for women is nearly $650, while it's about $380 for men. Some of the largest disparities are in the Air Force and the Marine Corps, where women are paying three times as much as men. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Cases of workplace discrimination reaching the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission fell sharply in fiscal 2020. We get more on that from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The caseload has been trending down for a decade, reaching a low of less than 68,000 last year. In 2010, the EEOC handled nearly 100,000 cases. Two-thirds of last year's cases had to do with discrimination based on race or gender, a ratio that has held steady. The EEOC says it trimmed its backlog by resolving about 71,000 cases. For non-federal workplaces, including state and local government, the commission secured $439 million in settlements. I'm Tom Temin. The cyberspace capability engineers from the 780th Military Intelligence Brigade are the winners of the team competition of the President's Cybersecurity Cup competition. The team beat out 250 other group of federal cyber experts to win the second annual competition. 
The cyberspace capability engineers received the highest cumulative point total across both days of the team's competition and nearly fully solved all five challenge scenarios presented on day two. They were one of 10 teams to make it to the finals, which culminated with the February 25th competition. New cyber diplomacy capabilities for the State Department move forward in Congress. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The House Foreign Affairs Committee approves the Cyber Diplomacy Act, which requires the agency to stand up an Office of International Cyberspace Policy that would set diplomatic norms in cyberspace. The committee also passes the State Department Authorization Act, which requires the agency to develop a five-year staffing plan and provide detailed workforce data for the civil and foreign service. The bill also includes funding for diplomatic programs in embassy security, construction, and maintenance. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Experts credit Vice Admiral Nancy Norton for reviving DISA. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. Air Force Lieutenant General Robert Skinner took the helm of the Defense Information Systems Agency on Friday, replacing Vice Admiral Nancy Norton, who retired the day before. Norton, who spent 34 years in military service, left DISA a much different place when she found it more than two years ago. Former DISA executives say Norton turned the agency around by restoring confidence across DOD and on Capitol Hill and improving employee morale. Today, the agency is widely praised for the important role it plays in ensuring DOD has the technology it needs to support warfighters. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration is not making the most of its vehicle fleet in the Washington metro area, according to its inspector general. The watchdog finds GSA reduced its fleet in the National Capital Region since a 2016 audit, but found 90% of vehicles did not meet minimum mileage standards in 2019. The IG recommends the chief administrative services officer develop a method for removing underutilized vehicles. Past marijuana use does not immediately disqualify an applicant from a job in the federal government. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The new guidance comes from the Office of Personnel Management. OPM says agencies should take a variety of factors into account when determining whether an applicant is suitable for employment in the federal government. Those factors include the kind of position and the nature and recency of the drug use. OPM says these decisions are especially murky now that 15 states and the District of Columbia have decriminalized medical and recreational marijuana use. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. A group with a record of bird-dogging the Veterans Affairs Department has won a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against the Los Angeles Veterans Affairs Hospital. The White Coat Waste Project secured documents it says detail research that is abusive to kittens, which are euthanized with pentobarbital after the experiments. A bill in Congress would force VA to stop using animals in medical research. And a major airliner has to shell out $49 million for fraud charges on postal service contracts. The Justice Department says United Airlines has agreed to pay penalties in connection to a fraud scheme created by former employees of its cargo division. DOJ says from 2012 to 2015, the company submitted false automated delivery scan data to make it seem like mail items were delivered on time but actually were not. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.